0: What does motion sound like? With Kizzik Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizzik.com slash socks.
1: Welcome to episode six of Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Gary from Reyes Swimbaits. How's hey, how's How's it going? And we have, our, of course, Justin over here.
0: What's up? <laughs> so
1: thanks, you guys, for listening. This is our second month. Kind of a big deal. We made it through one month. Uh, a lot of cool guests coming up. Gary's one of them. It's
0: going to be a really cool interview. And uh, let's get started. How did you get into fishing? You know, uh, when I was a kid, my grandfather was a big influence. He was a, a fisherman. And so probably since seven years old. Wow. You know, he had me on the beach. He, he had a little place in Ensenada so we'd go out there. And oh, that's real fucking nice. Surf fish and catch perch and stingrays. You know, yeah. and then from there it just grew. Like he then he started getting boats, having boats. You know, fishing the harbors and mm-hmm. fishing out front for hell of it a lot. But yeah, my grandpa got me started, and then my uncle. Well, he's actually my dad's uncle, but I consider him my uncle. He got me the love for the Sierras. You know, got <laughs> yeah. me, like, trout fishing and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some fishermen in my family.
1: That's great. And then, uh, so when did you uh, get a little more serious as you got older, like where you're like, man, this is, you know, a big hobby for me, you
0: know? Kind right. Of you. I mean, I always fished and... You know, it was like that point, like in high school or junior high, and then like getting to high school, and then I started getting to skateboarding. And, yeah, but I still fish, but I don't want my friends to know. <laughs> you know, same thing with Justin over here. And, uh, <laughs> so then, uh, probably I would say like hardcore. When I really got it was probably only maybe about seven years ago. Wow. You know, but I always fish, and then I would I would get uh, private charters on the Gale Force Life. So yes yeah. that boat a lot when I was in high school. Wow. Because my dad always rented it for his employees. Mm-hmm. So I became friends with the captain at the time was Dan Solis. And then um, after that, we just, I'd get my friends on there and we just called a booze cruise, you know. Hey, come on. It's cool. You drink beer all day. Get trash catch fish, yeah. right? <laughs> so, you know, we do Catalina trips and yeah. they started liking it too. So then after that, you know, that's all the whole Calico bassing came because we, there's nothing but Calico to catch. Yeah. Barracuda sometimes, you know, it definitely wasn't like how it's been the last few years. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just from there. And then I would say about five or six years ago is when I really got serious into calico bass fishing
1: wow that's
0: great and
1: what what uh so a big question is what got you into pouring baits so you you know that's what you're kind of known for
0: yeah so i would say about five six years ago i was just you know i was swimming the fish traps and the triple double a's and Uh big hammers and stuff like that and i then mc came along and i was fishing those and he had awesome Corey has awesome pours you know so yeah all these are cool and I was always infatuated with the way the bait moved in the water. So, um, and then there's there there was things I noticed that I thought that I thought should, you know, move a little different. So, one day I just started googling how to make a bait, and yeah. I just you know reached out to a few people, Big Poncho being one of them, uh-huh. and he got me started. So I just wanted to see a tighter pattern in the way it swam. So when I started making baits, that's what I was shooting for.
1: Did you do your first uh, designs off of a carving, or did you do like? Do you use CAD right now, or some or something? No,
0: so it was all hand sculpted with a uh, sculpty clay. Okay, is how I got started. You know, that's right. all. That's all Poncha taught me. I know a lot of guys do uh, wood and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but I did all mine from clay. And you know, you pretty much treat just it like you would. Yeah, you just and- just sculpt it with your hands, and then after that, it's like doing body work on a car. You know, yeah. you just keep sanding it, spray it, sand it, spray it, and yeah. then hope it swims after, <laughs> after you spend $80 on <laughs> silicone you know? hey,
1: <laughs> I hear you dude I, I'm an amateur and I'm like fuck this thing you yeah. know end up throwing it against the fucking wall because you're so pissed off you're like you spin fuck, it's t-
0: not supposed to do somersaults <laughs> like that
1: <laughs> so uh did you have to go through – how many times did you have to go through your, like, mold? To you know what? The
0: I, I I got pretty lucky because Poncho was so helpful. He was like, look, little brother, I spent a lot of money on this. I don't want you to waste your money. Yeah. And he taught me, like, the sweet spot of the tail, you know, kind of how to make it kick. so wide, mm-hmm. so long, how to get your kick without it spinning. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say the handful of baits I have that I've produced – Maybe only the first time I nailed it, or maybe just one round of tweaking.
1: Wow, that's nice. Yeah, dude. so
0: it wasn't that bad. Yeah, Pancho was really helpful, man. I really owe that guy a lot. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's awesome, man. So now that you have those molds, do you stick to those molds? Yeah, or you kind of? It's like you have those those a uh, certain amount of molds, and that's you. I'm sure you mess around with colors, but you're going to stick with that design. Yeah, yeah,
0: you know those those designs and those four or five designs I have for uh, the regular standard swim bait and the weedless bait. I mean. They produce, for me yeah, at least, and yeah. a few of my friends, so I'm stoked on, on that. Man. I mean, so there's really no need to change. Um, I'm not a big fan of big baits, so I'm not really gonna make any bigger. There's a maybe a smaller weed list I like to produce. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a handful of stuff that's unfinished still, you know. I'm sure you know like you get on something like an art project and then you stop and don't like <laughs> want to finish it. It's kinda like that, you know, like I have a handful of baits I've started and I'm yeah. like, eh, I don't feel like finishing them. <laughs> but I yeah, for you. the most part I I'm pretty simple dude. I just fish a couple of baits. Yeah,
1: makes sense. Makes sense. So, uh, did you start getting into the bait because of calico fishing so much? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was basically for, uh, geeking out on calico bass, you know, uh, just different colors, different swim patterns. Yeah. Um, stuff like that, you know, and then of course to save a little money, you know, because this stuff's not cheap when you go buy it retail.
1: No, I hear you, dude. I mean, I'm, dropping a shitload of money. i dude. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, uh, so do
1: you aim when you make your bases Is it mostly for calico or do you fish spotties with them? You everything? know what? I'm
0: I'm not a huge spotty fan. Um, oh. I have wow, a really? Yeah. You're a first. This is the first <laughs> guest we had. No luck spotties. You know, it's, it's just too boring for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a SWBA tournament a few years ago and it was spotties only. And I told my team, I go, we're screwed. None of us <laughs> have ever done this. <laughs> you know, so uh, I just, I actually watched a few, like, YouTube videos of there Bobby Martinez. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, where do he go in San Diego Bay? All right, I'm going to try and find that same boat. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we actually, I caught one of my first spotted babe asses wow. dropping on my little three and a half inch bait down a there pylon, you, you know. So I'm like, yes, we're not going to get a DMW. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that's super cool, man. So uh, when you fish your, your gear, your, uh, your baits, do you have a, a specification or something that you like to tie on, like leader wise? Uh, you know, rod-wise, can you break down, like, if I'm going to throw a 3-inch, this is what kind of yeah. rod or reel I like to use. If I'm going to throw something big. You know, like,
0: the majority of the time, the way I fish is uh, the the weedless bait. I, I have a 7-inch weedless bait. Mm-hmm. I fish it on an 804 I-rod. Medium-heavy is what I prefer. And uh, I tie a 40-pound leader, or, you know, I have 60-pound braid to mm-hmm. a 40-pound leader and just polymer knot. And fluorocarbon. Fluorocarbon, okay. yeah. Always floral. You know, short, like, 3-4-foot leader. And uh, that, that's pretty much it for the weedless. You know, uh, I used to fish 30-pound, and, you know, I've always looked up to guys like Matt Koch that uh-huh. fishes the weedless a lot. I really think he's a badass at fishing the weedless. And, uh, you know, I've always heard he's fished, you know, he said he's fished a lot bigger leader. Well, I found out why about a year ago I had a monster just <laughs> bite through 30-pound, bite through and it, it was a fucking heartbreaker. Yeah. Was, I saw it like five feet from the boat just engulf the bait, and the 30-pound oh, just— like nah. butter. Yeah. <laughs> so after that day, I'm like, I'm going to get used to fishing 40 pounds. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely.
1: So that's, a, a, now if you're fishing something like a little lighter, like your three-inch, you like to use the same deal? Or are you no, I'm a, lighter?
0: the, the three-inch, you know, I'm using like a medium stick, uh, yeah. a lot, lot shorter rod um, with like a, no more than a maybe a half ounce, three-quarter ounce lead head, mm-hmm. you know, probably a 25-pound uh, fluorocarbon, yeah. you know, 20 maybe. Mm-hmm. And then like for my five inch bait and my uh in my six and three quarter inch uh leadhead baits, I like to use thirty pound. So like I'm for the most part forty or thirty. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you know, especially around the boilers and stuff. I know a lot of guys are kinda like don't they fish a lot heavier. Yeah. I don't like to. Um, you know, I'd like to just get in there and get a fish. I think it's a little more stealthy with the lighter line. Yeah. But the boilers do, you know, tend to wear that stuff down yeah, fast
1: definitely i've caught lost many fish mm-hmm. in boiler rocks you know like i don't retie like this fucking retard you know <laughs> 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 just not you know it's it's uh, it's really cool though but yeah but for the
0: most part you know as far as setups i'm diowa 300 hd or just yeah. the regular lexa winds um i love medium heavy rods mm-hmm. i i'm partial to the I rods. you know they're, it's a great rod I'm, I'm like one of those guys like i'm on a budget and I don't like having a rod for, like, every application. Like, oh, you have to have this rod for a spirit yeah. You have to have this rod. That medium-heavy rod, the 804, covers a wide variety of baits you could fish, you know, from the SP minnow uh-huh. to the weedless to the leadhead, up to three ounces, you know. So it covers a lot of a lot of work.
1: Do you have a tackle shop, a choice you like to get that from?
0: Um, you know, I think they're at Save on Tackle. I just get them online.
1: I, you know, I I did look at that right when I— I, this comes up all the time when I bought all my cousin's rods. Yeah. I, I was looking at that rod, and I'm like, fuck, maybe I should try this. I'm like, no, nah, I'll stick with cousins. Yeah. Little did I know what I was going to fucking right? happen.
0: Right.
1: Sorry, guys. I've been fucking complaining about this every episode. No, you,
0: you know, those rods are pretty stout. They're um, – yeah. what I've noticed when I was fishing other brands, they last like a year. I mean, because I fish a lot. So, yeah. like, and after a year, the medium heavy felt like a, like a light medium, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it lost its – Plus it's touch, you know, yeah. these rods. I've been on same rods for three years and they That's still nice, have dude. the backbone and the snap, yeah. you know, and definitely really good shut off.
1: Great. And, uh, so you fish from your boat then, huh? Yeah. What yeah. kind of boat do you have?
0: I have a 22 foot, uh, Triton. What size engine? 225 Honda. Wow. Do you have a trolling
1: motor on that too?
0: Yeah, I have a trolling motor. I hardly use it though. I think trolling motors are are overrated. Yeah,
1: I know. I spent a lot of money on one recently. Yeah. I probably shouldn't
0: have. It's like breaking every other trip. So I'm like, (laughs) fuck this. Like one time I didn't have the money to fix it. So I just started drifting the kelp or I just fished from the helm. And if I got too close, you know, I just... Put it in gear. I yeah. mean, Because when you're fishing the islands, you're on the main anyways. Exactly. And if yeah. you got to get the fuck out of there, you got to get on the the main. Oh, you know? of course. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get flipped over or something. It, huh? Yeah. So I just yeah. got so used for like months not fishing with a trolley motor and I'm I fine with or without it. Yeah.
1: I hear you. So uh, you fish the islands a lot then.
0: Yeah. You're I uh, enjoy to fish the islands. If I get out there, that's where I'm going.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You got any good um, stories like a big fish that got away or your biggest fish? Like no, my really, my really...
0: biggest, my uh, personal best is from Catalina. And it was eight and three quarters. Wow. So it was on a uh, 190 Lucky Craft. Wow. Backside a cat. That was real fun. And then after I caught that, I followed it up with like a seven. Damn. Oh, and dude, then my buddies a... are like, what the fuck are you throwing, dude? And I'm like, it's this 190 purge. Dude. <laughs> so they're digging through their bags looking for one. And you
1: know what's funny is that your buddy will start throwing won't okay, get shit. Yeah. It's just the way you're working it. You oh, got yeah. that special, you know.
0: A good story I have is a friend of mine doesn't fish bass he went with us we're on the backside of cat same issue and me and my other buddy that fish all the time we're just roping them on the sp minnow roping them roping you know fours fives six would come up and he's like man what are you guys using this do you have any no grab one there's one in my bag so he ties one on few cast fuck i think i'm stuck dude i'm gonna owe you a lure (laughs) so i look over and i'm like you're not stuck dude i saw that the head shake i go yeah. pull that fucking thing yeah so it comes out of the rock the guy ends up catching a nine and three quarter calico <laughs> it was awesome. almost the whole They're like, you're yeah. like
1: Snip, fuck you <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, my fish he was so fun
0: I, yeah that photo's somewhere on my instagram it, it was like three years ago but that happens like, man look at this happens. guy it happens,
1: it's happened to all of us i think our kids either get the big fish yeah. our wives whatever right. it might be uh that's a great story. You got any good rookie mistakes, like especially being a boat owner? Yeah, I, I mean, I told my story oh, of dropping yeah. my boat off the fucking trailer. You know, let's hear a good <laughs> let's get a good boat story. You
0: know, I've I've done. I I still make mistakes. You know, it's like <laughs> from the driving crooked down, backing up your boat. You know, it's but like one one funny one that comes to mind is uh, I was in a tournament and uh, I just had the boat. But uh, it was out of long beach. The weather was rough. It was just a uh, coastal only. And, uh, my partner's back was really jacked and he's like, I can't do this. It was like an hour into the tournament. We went down to the Newport pipe, started there. Mm-hmm. So he's like, dude, I'm, I messed up. I can't do this. So, uh, I took him back in. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try and finish strong for us. So I went back out Yeah, I started heading towards Furman and, um, I was fishing some kelp, got a fish on, I was all excited, you know, <laughs> and pumped and I'm nervous. And then, um, I st- I I saw these fish boiling, so I jumped on the bow, started catching another calico or uh-huh. two. So then I go over to my boat to move spots because the fish went down, and my boat won't start. And I'm like, "Fuck, what's going on? Nothing, not even a battery click." And I'm like, yeah. "God damn it!" So I start looking at the shore, and I'm getting closer. So I dump my trolling motor, which comes in handy, you know, and I start heading out towards away from the beach. So it starts getting me out there. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my boat. I'm looking at the battery cables. I'm looking at everything. I spent like 45 minutes. I took the cowling off. I'm like, what is wrong with this thing? Well, as I'm pulling my choder motor up, I'm like, I better dump my anchor and call Sito. As I'm on my hands and knees pulling up my anchor, I look down and notice my kill switch still on, on my fucking leg. And I'm like it just dawned on me oh fuck the kill switch it worked <laughs> hey i done the same fucking thing with my kids i'm at the fucking
1: dock the asshole on the dock this seems not fucking start. i went home
0: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: The fucking kill switch was down the rest. <laughs> Just a little hair. And I push it up. Brrr, yeah. I'm like, fuck, man.
0: You so know? it did its job, but uh, it's funny because like some of their teams were all... What the fuck are you doing' <laughs> we out there? we saw stop- <laughs>
1: hey, it happened to the best of us, right? oh, oh yeah
0: man. it was cool. it was funny though i I don't think I've told many people that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told everyone uh, right. the ten listeners are listening, and, to this, I, and afterwards, I just <laughs> laughed my ass. I was like I had to have a beer and just start laughing afterwards. <laughs> oh, I'm like, what an idiot I am, so tell us
1: about how you got into uh tournament fishing
0: um uh, my buddies, Mike and Jay started. You know, years ago when the SW Bay was in the heyday, and, you know, they had used to have 70, 60 boat fields. He had a little well craft. They started doing it. And it was right when we started really geeking out on bass. And, um, you know, I was just like, I want to do this. It looks so much fun because they were having so much fun every weekend. So yeah. there's like four of us that are really tight. So I told my buddy Eric, I'm going to get a fucking boat, dude. I want to do these things. So, finally, you know, I, a couple of years later, I saved some money, got a boat, and then just started getting in them because they're just they're just fun, you know? Yeah, they look met it, a yeah. lot of cool people through it, you know, made a lot of new friends and just talk bass and have fun and a little competitive edge, too, you know? Really cool. How but long have you been doing that for, too? What's that? How long have you been fishing them for? Um, you know, I've done them off and on for the last couple of years, maybe. Yeah. It seems like... Uh, you know, when we when we when I jumped in, they're kind of going through some changes and p- kind of not really pittering off, but just changes. And then sometimes, like the SBS, really had a really cool format. They're the uh-huh. other the other league out there. Uh, they had the island opens. Well, now they don't have them anymore. So I kind of tended not to really participate much, you know. But because uh, I like I said, I love fishing the islands, and yeah. if I'm going to get away for a whole day from the family, I want to spend it out there. <laughs> yeah,
1: you got to make it count, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you uh do any freshwater?
0: Uh you know what? Freshwater bass hardly ever. I did a handful of times here and here here and there on the Colorado River, you know, in Parker, but uh mostly trout when I do. Like once a year we go get at the trout, you know, mm-hmm. like to go to this year. The wife likes that, the kid likes that.
1: And Justin's yeah, nice up there. He's yeah, I, I love
0: like Bishop all the way to Bridgeport, yeah. you know. Yeah. We just roam through there for like a week sometimes and go hit the creeks and the lakes. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's nothing beats that. It's, it's dope. To Crowley. That was oh, sick! Movie. Yeah, you have kids? Yeah, I have a 12 year old boy. There you go. Yeah, does he yeah. fish? Yeah, he's into fishing. He cool. he's not like really geeked out on it yet. Like he's to the point now where he could tie his own stuff. He can cast. I don't have to really babysit him, but uh. He's all into it, you know, when I take him. He doesn't bug me to take him yet. But <laughs> like, I have to leave later when he, when he, like, hey, do you want to fish? Well, what time are you going? <laughs> you know? We just talked about that last <laughs> episode. You know, I'm like, you know me, I like to get up at 5. Yeah. We're going to be there at sunset. And he's like, uh nah. <laughs> but if I tell him 8, he's like, okay, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. So usually I'll <laughs> just Are we going to go Yeah, (laughs) so usually I'll just take him to Furman or Rocky Point, you know, and uh, he'll throw the weed, he likes throwing the weedless or the SP minnow. He he actually got in a four and a half pounder about, it was last summer. We're fishing all the way down from Rocky Point down to Furman and uh, he's casting, 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 and I saw it happen right at the boat. This big bass comes out, grabs his weedless. And it hit his like a freight train. I thought he was going over. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, he had his vest on. And I was like, oh, well, he knows how to swim. His on. <laughs> and like, yeah. he like lunged forward and started cranking on it. And then it was so close to the boat, he was able to get his balance back. <laughs> and he bounced it over. So I was like, Woo <laughs> I thought he was going over. But yeah, uh, yeah he, he, he was really stoked on that. That's awesome. You know,
1: that's a, I, I watched my son. He's 14. And we, I took him out a couple of months ago. And he caught, a, I think, a four-pound uh, sand bass. And it's the I feel like seeing your son uh-huh. catch that fish is like I'm flipping out, cussing, of oh, yeah. my kid going, <laughs> "Fuck yeah, fuck it!" <laughs> you know, he's screaming, we're screaming. I'm like, dude, that's like a, a better than me catching a fucking oh, ten yeah, pound yeah. calico. Is I that, mean, when we're out know?
0: there, and if it's with him or with a friend, I, I get just as jazz watching exactly. just the way dude. those fish come. Dude. They attack, you know. It, I, I get stoked when I see my buddies getting a nice fish. Yeah. Or the wolf packs come. It's so like one guy told my buddy the other day. He went to Cedarus with them, and he, when they came back from the trip, he's like, "Man, these guys probably caught two hundred bass, and they acted like everyone was the first one they ever saw." <laughs> <laughs> it happens to everyone,
1: dude. I'll catch a you, you know a, a pound or you know a pound and a half, and I'll be like, "I'm on, I'm on, bro." Yeah. It's a little fucking fish, <laughs> but you're on, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Do you uh yeah. do you fish yellowtail, other stuff? Oh, too? Y- yellowtail is probably like right there next to calico bass Fish. Really? Like those two are my two favorite fish to target. Yeah, I just so love caught one dude. I love yellowtail. <laughs> you haven't caught one? No. I g I gotta get you out there. Man. I'm, get <laughs> I'm you going on
1: out on with my cousin uh to Catalina on uh, Wednesday on nice. a uh, full-day boat. So
0: Yeah, like around this time of the year, I always say I give the bass a break. I'm like, <laughs> fuck the bass. Stop beating them up for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Bass aren't cool till like November again, you know? That's what I
1: heard. And, it's yeah, it usually is like that. I mean, I last year I did really good around that time. Uh,
0: winter, fall and winter really? is my favorite wow. for fishing calico. See, I'm,
1: we're, I'm still newbie, so I'm, yeah. I'm learning a little still. A lot of people
0: I, trip out, but I've, I've had some of my best weedless topwater wow. bites in January.
1: dude yeah that's that's a fun time yeah uh yeah, i just caught a jerk my first jerk bait fish like a couple weeks ago uh right at the wall dude oh and nice. it's like i've caught them you know large i used to i fish largemouth a lot uh-huh calico like a different
0: story oh uh, beast it's so fun man no it's great yeah it's a you it's ever throw fishing. the
1: big big like uh swim baits like the the jointed ones for fish
0: you know back in the day i did i kind of consolidated what i'm throwing i I'm one of those guys that doesn't like having like a thousand things in my box. So, um and like I mentioned earlier, I'm I'm not too big on big baits. I think the biggest bait I'll throw is maybe like an eight inch bait. Yeah. But uh no, like the jointed stuff, no, I'm just pretty simple. So just, when
1: you go, do you stick, do you just have like, okay, I'm just gonna throw, you know, swim baits, jerk baits, that's about it. Pretty much. Maybe some irons and if you ever went it.
0: fishing me, it'd be an iron a weedless bait, an SP minnow and like a two ounce lead head with like a seven inch swim bait. You know, then from there I just change colors or, you know, switch it up a bit.
1: Yeah. Another question. This is, this is what I should start asking everyone is when I, when we go fishing, I'll bring like fucking six rods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I overkill. It. How many rods do you bring when you go
0: fishing? Minimum six. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. So I'm not I'm not overdoing <laughs> it. I'm like, <laughs> oh maybe I should. If there's two of us going on the boat, that boat fish is good, three people. If there's three of us, I tell everybody five rods each just for wow. space. But uh if there's two of us, I'll have six to eight rods, wow. you know. Do you use just different um, sizes, different colors? Just swivels, swivels to sit there and tie on on. everything? what's that? Swivels on everything? Yeah.
1: Okay. Even your swim baits? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because usually we'll, we'll time straight on. Do you think you get the same action with the swivel on?
0: Uh, I think you get better. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: I like, hey, when you buy a red swim bait, buy a fucking swivel.
0: <laughs> what kind of swivels do <laughs> you use? I like the uh, decoy uh, swivels, the uh, W one. Yeah. That's my favorite. Wow. Yeah. i
1: have to try that out, dude.
0: I've been messing around with it on the weedless, too. I'm still kind of... Eh, I've caught some fish on it, but I think it gives it too much action, so yeah. I've been... You know, just normal, just get that tighter, tighter pattern going. So,
1: one thing we're trying to do now is a beginner section because some people are listening to this and they don't even know what the hell we're talking about. Right. <laughs> so let's break down your weedless presentation and let a, a three-inch something someone could fish, say at the docks, uh, you know, off of the jetty. Yeah, something smaller. So let's break down how you would fish your weedless say we're going to the wall that I mean we're going to fish a bigger
0: yeah the wall the wall's perfect uh scenario so yeah I, go
1: ahead and break it down for us
0: you know a medium heavy rod a 300 size reel I would do a 40 pound leader mm-hmm. and uh on my bait I prefer a, a nine aught trocar or 80 percent. I say 90 percent of the time I use the eight owner beast hook okay and uh that bait you could swim it.
1: The beast hook does it have a weight on it? Yeah. Does, how they're, heavy do you? Like all, to use? Um, I
0: think they're only like a quarter, okay. or something like that. And how an do you
1: how do you like to swim the bait? Is there you know, multiple ways you on, like to work it?
0: On the it just depends. You really got to start just start not like me. I start off fast, as okay. fast as I can. I I learned that from the Bell's Point guys, Mike, Elaine, and Scotty Pitt. Okay. You know, it's as fast as you can. You want on to be, top of the kelp on top on the actually on the edges of it you you don't want to fish on the kelp you want to hit the edges you know you want to mimic that thing being a fleeing bait the best you can you know you want to keep it as straight as you can as fast as you can burn it you know kind of pop it out of the water here and there or you can actually a lot of times they want it slower you slow it down you put your tip down a little more Mm -hmm. and just you know slow it down halfway so usually I start fast if they're not biting yet then I'll kind of slow down and do it that route. But at the wall, that would probably be perfect. You know, you just hit the outside edges. Parallel and, kind of. Yeah, kind of parallel to okay. the wall and fish it that way. You know, same goes for like an SP minnow, something like that. You just want to stay on that outside edge.
1: Same. Well, now, what if you have your three-inch bait where we're not weedless? What, what kind of a retrieve do you want to do? The same kind of retrieve? Same. No, so
0: um, that you would want to. I try and get it into the wall as much as I can. And you okay. want to just fill that structure, bump all the way down, you know, and just try different depths. Okay. And always just bumping and grinding it on the bottom.
1: What about if you're fishing the flats more somewhere? You know where you got more flat, not much structure. Yeah. Do you have any tips for anyone? And you know, like when you're... you know
0: uh, that kind of fish, I don't do much. But when I have done it, it's just always on the bottom. You know, bouncing low it. and slow or bouncing. Wow. Yeah. You know, um, I have a friend that fishes the A rig out at Iser's a lot, and he'll just sink it out and hits the bottom. You, a few cranks <laughs> up and double freaking six pound sand bass. <laughs> oh, you know. Man. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So, uh, but mostly my style of fishing is more top water, I'd say. Um, fun. And then structure orientated sometimes, <laughs> yeah. you know, but more like boilers, rocks, yeah. break walls, you know, wow. stuff like that.
1: So that that's really cool, man. Yeah. So it's give awesome. us a, uh, <clears throat> so you're using I rod for your for your rod. Yes. Um, so we want to use 25 to 40 pound top shot. Yeah. On our, our leader on our, our gear. And then, um, if we wanted to order some some uh, gear from you, where can we go?
0: You know what? Right now, I'm kind of uh, in hiatus from pouring. Oh, man. You know, it's it's more of a hobby gone wild. <laughs> you know, uh, I feel bad because, I, I mean, I work 50 to 65 yeah, yeah. hours a week. You know, I got a full-time job. That pays the bills. Mm-hmm. Bait making doesn't pour bills. I mean, it's great <laughs> extra money. It's kind of like selling weed, you know. I sell enough just to, <laughs> just to get high on my own supply, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, just to get that next five gallon bucket. There you
1: go, dude. But uh, you're going five gallons. So I'm over here with a fucking gallon.
0: <laughs> you know, later, later. I'm hoping to uh, get a little more serious. Get some more cavity molds made. You know, there's yeah. a couple of uh, tackle shops I wanna persuade me to get them some so i'm getting closer to trying to doing it but right now you know if if i have time i'll pour so you guys can just hit me up on my instagram just dm me at race Swimbaits. great and uh awesome. you know i'll be honest with you i'll tell you no it's gonna be a while or <laughs> probably never or yeah let me get some out you know because like i have a surplus of them sitting there i hand pour them all to order
1: cool man
0: and custom uh, yeah.
1: colors whatever yeah custom want.
0: colors or you know now i kind of just got simple and stick to the colors i know they get bit for me at least yeah so uh that's pretty much it you know that's
1: always nice yeah yeah definitely so we have a uh, our other guest that we want to bring in and do kind of a combo section if he can hear us
0: Oh, that that guy. That's, yeah, that that's, guy is
1: just sitting over there drinking that stew. Bum, the, I thought those, it was those, a, those I, cold
0: ones back there. I thought it was a janitor.
1: <laughs> so this this part we're kind of doing a combo deal with uh, uh, Jeff's coming in, uh, another SWBA competitor. Uh, once he gets onto the mic, <laughs> We'll give a little introduction.